Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show. Just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. And we've got one for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites each week in preparation for our Thursday hour-long episode, an hour filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, we're excited to bring you a terrific performance recorded live in the Appleseed studio with our terrific studio audience by the wonderful L.A. storyteller Antonio Sacre. He'll tell you a story of a road trip in which uh, the destination grows much bigger in the imaginations of the people in the car than it could ever be in real life. Ever happened to you? You're going to see yourself in that story, I bet, and we hope you'll join us. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined by one of our assistant producers in the studio, Trent Horton. Trent, thanks for joining us. Yeah. A real classic today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one that you might have heard before. Um, <laughs> but this one this one is Donna Washington tells tells it yeah. and um she actually puts a little bit of a her own twist on it yeah that's uh, donna washington tends to do that mm-hmm. right yeah so you get the story that you uh know and love plus a little more from yep. the great north carolina storyteller donna washington this is an ancient tale at its heart right yep uh aesop's fable of the grasshopper and the ants happy to bring it to you here on the Appleseed. <laughs> When I was a kid, I had a wonderful record that had the ant and the grasshopper on it. It was a Disney record, and it was all about how the ant queen had to give up her power at the end of the story because she wasn't as powerful as one of the ant men. I'm pretty sure that's not what that story was supposed to be about, but that's how it was on the record. And it wasn't until I got older that I thought, I don't know if I like that version of the story. And so then I went and I looked up some more versions, and and I'm an artist. And I didn't like the whole thing with the artist being in trouble either. And I, like many other artists, have sort of monkeyed around with this story so that people see that being an artist doesn't mean you're not working. It's just a different kind of work. And so here is my version of the ant and the grasshopper. Now, the grasshopper was born into a beautiful spring. And there's no telling what he might have wanted to do with his life before the very first time he rubbed those legs together and that beautiful sound came out. Oh, that grasshopper, from the moment he heard it, he was a fiddler. That's what he was. Oh, he sat and just listened to the sound of the music, and he ate. Everything around him, of course, the leaves, the clover, the flowers, and it was food to be just plucked out of nowhere. And he fiddled. He fiddled and fiddled and fiddled and fiddled. He loved the sound. He fiddled for the birds as they were hatching out of their eggs. He fiddled for all of the frogs as they were getting ready to make little tadpoles. He fiddled for everything buzzing and flying. And one day he was sitting, fiddling, 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 fiddling. An ant stopped him and said, what are you doing? Don't you realize that that you are wasting your time? You are wasting the wonderful time of spring. Now is the time to be working, to be gathering in, to, to be preparing for the cold weather. You can't just sit and fiddle. It's ridiculous. 
And the grasshopper said, Oh, okay, I see. Well, you see, it's still spring. There's so much time left, and I will not waste the beautiful day working. I'll work later. And the grasshopper sat back, and he began to fiddle. And even though the ants didn't ask him to, he fiddled for them as they worked. Well, spring ended and summer began. And the little birds who had hatched in the spring, well, they were trying out their wings. And the grasshopper fiddled for them. And, and the little tadpoles were losing their tails and hopping out of the water. And the grasshopper fiddled for them. And all the birds and bugs and bees roaming around and living in the beautiful summer air. And the grasshopper fiddled for all of them. And he especially fiddled for himself. Oh, he was getting so good at it. And one day as he was sitting, fiddling and fiddling and feasting on clover, he heard, Are you still fiddling? Don't you realize the summer is going? Soon there will not be anything to eat. We ants have been doing the right thing. We have been working and working and setting aside things. You have been fiddling. Do you not see that you're going to be in trouble very, very soon? And the grasshopper said, ah, ants. Some of you work so hard and you don't seem to be enjoying yourselves. Me, I'm working too. And I am most definitely enjoying myself. Uh, I'll help you out if you like. I'll fiddle for you while you work around. But, but I'll worry about putting things aside later. Uh, it's too nice a day to work like you work. And the grasshopper sat back and fiddled some more. Well, the fall came in eventually. All the leaves turning colors and falling off the trees. And the birds were packing up their nests and getting their luggage and getting ready to leave town. And the grasshopper fiddled for them as they left. And the frogs were getting ready to wallow down into the mud and go into hibernation fairly soon. And the grasshopper fiddled for them. All the animals who were leaving to go to warmer climes, the grasshopper fiddled as they packed. Those who were going to stay and were preparing themselves for the winter, he fiddled for them. And as he was fiddling and fiddling and fiddling, he heard, Ha! 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 You're going to be in trouble really soon. You are going to be in so much trouble. Don't you realize? The winter is almost here and you have done nothing. It's not true, said the grasshopper. I have worked up some beautiful music. I have played my heart out. I have given so many concerts. I think I've done a lot. Nothing useful. I think I was doing some useful things. I don't think you are. Well, you, you can think what you like. And uh, I know you've got a lot of work to do because you're an ant. I'll tell you what, I'll fiddle for you. And the grasshopper began to fiddle. Well, this went on. Of course you know what happened. A morning came when the grasshopper woke up. Ooh, ooh, and it was freezing. Ooh, so cold, and the wind whistled past him, and, and, and thin flakes of snow began to fall, and, and he bit into a blade of grass, and oh, oh, pit, pit. it was old and withered and dead. There was nothing to eat. He was so cold, his fiddle didn't even work. He walked across the landscape, trying to find some place to hide, his belly going <laughs> empty and grumbling. And then he tripped over a little pile of snow, and he cleared it away, and underneath he found an ant hole. And he knocked upon the door. 
and a little ant opened it up. He had a big mug of hot chocolate and a Hawaiian shirt. He said, oh, it's you. I remember you. You're that grasshopper who spent all summer and all spring and all fall playing. Well, look at you now. Look at you now. Hmm. The grasshopper said, could you spare something, anything, a little, I'm freezing. Could, could you spare something? Well, I don't know if I can spare something. I'll have to ask. And he closed the door. The grasshopper waited, and eventually several other ants came. They took the grasshopper underneath the ground. And there, the queen was waiting for him. She said, I've been hearing about you all year. In the spring, when we were working, you were playing that silly fiddle. And in the summer, when we were working, you were still playing that silly fiddle. And in the fall, while we worked, you were playing that silly fiddle. Well, now we are at our leisure, and you will work for us. And all the ants began to cheer. And so the grasshopper worked in the kitchens preparing meals, and he waited at the tables, and he brought food out to everybody. And one night, in the silence after everyone had eaten, the grasshopper began to play his fiddle. And the music livened up the anthill. Some of them listened. Some of them danced. Some of his tunes were catchy. Some of them were sad. It got so that they asked him to play almost all the time. And he obliged. He played for anyone who wanted to hear him. He went into the nurseries and played for the little ant babies. He played in the great hall. He played for everyone. Until the day the ants escorted him up and opened the anthill and spring was in the air. As he was leaving, one of the ants said, Will you come back next year? Next winter, will you play for us again? And the grasshopper grinned, and he said, Oh, you can count on it. And that is the story of the grasshopper and the ants. <laughs> Donna Washington, the wonderful North Carolina storyteller, with uh, her take on the ancient tale of the grasshopper and the ants. I'm listening to it not only with you, but with one of our assistant producers, Trent Horton. Trent, thanks for bringing that story to us today. Yeah, it's one I really like. You know, you started out, uh, you introduced that story by uh, preparing us, right, for the twist that Donna Washington kind of adds to the story. The, mm -hmm. the, the original versions of that story, the oldest versions that we know, sort of cast the grasshopper as the bad guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, as and the lazy the, guy. As the lazy guy, yeah. And he kind of gets his comeuppance in the end, you know. But this story is different, isn't it? Yeah, I think it kind of sheds light on, you know, work is valued regardless of what the work you're doing is. Yeah. And the grasshopper is an artist and he's focused on his craft. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not valuable. Yeah. You know? I think – I think maybe everybody comes up against that sort of internal dilemma, right? When they think about the thing that they've chosen to do as their life's work, there is always that conversation that says, gosh, is is, is what I'm doing valuable? Is what I'm mm -hmm. doing making a difference, right? And Donna Washington seems to be saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a pleasure to hear that story. And of course, we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites every week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long episode drop this Thursday. Join us for a performance by longtime friend of the show, the L.A. storyteller Antonio Sacre. You won't want to miss a single word. Trent, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Of course, I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.